Hey guys, welcome to the After Dark Just Thing podcast with me, Sammy Sweetheart, and my best friend, Natalie. Hey girl. Hey, what's up? I'm still awake. Just so everybody knows we're doing this pretty late right now, but, um, <laughs> and we're in our PGs, and we just got back from an amazing night out at Fashion Week in New York City. It was so fun, but I'm actually really glad to be in my PJs right now. Me too. My feet are killing me. Those heels were the worst. Wait, so we went and saw the, what show is it? Oh. Shock and awe. Yes. And it was amazing. And the clothes are amazing. And they were like fun and vibrant and glittery and just like really cool. And um, then there was a bunch of shows after it, which is kind of like, I felt like we were in like a cultural. Yeah, it was, it was basically cool. taking you and I'm not like a very worldly person. I mean, aside the fact that my fiance is Indian, like that's about all that I know, but it was like Asian fusion and Indian yes. and Muslim. It was really cool. There was a fashion designer from each culture that presented their line or their, their looks. And it was amazing. It was really, I mean, really, really nice. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. But anyway, so yeah, Siggy and Claire are still not here, but next week they will be back. I want to let you, I want to fill you in on a secret. Siggy, myself, and Claire will all be on Watch What Happens Live this Sunday, September 11th. So tune in and watch us all. Me and Claire will be bartending, I believe, and Siggy will be hanging out with Andy. So Tune in and don't forget to watch us. And yeah, I feel like because it's kind of like after dark, we should get into some like keep this like a fan yeah. podcast and just like base it around your emails and just like good old relationship gossip. So with that said, we can do you want to get into some good topics? Yeah, let's get into okay. like some emails because I see your inbox is totally full. So oh, I want to see what's up. Okay, wait, before we get into emails, you know how like I like to go around throughout my life and then find out things or questions about relationships or things that I see and if I feel like they pertain to me or my friends, I want to talk about them on here. Yeah, obviously. So I was actually like listening to some friends and they were like, how do you know if your boyfriend's cheating on you? What are the signs of a cheater? And like, what are like the first five signs that your boyfriend is cheating on you? What would you say, Natalie? Oh my God. First five? Okay, let's see. He's not interested in texting you back or seeing where you are. Ooh, like if he doesn't text you throughout the day? Yeah. If he's not really concerned with where you are, I would say that's like a definite, like he might be cheating on you. Or like if he doesn't show interest, like he's just not going out of his way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't, you know what? It's so hard to say about guys because I feel like there's different signs for like, what do you think for girls? Um, I always say like some of my guy friends would be like, you know, I was talking to her one second and like, she was really into it. And then all of a sudden she wasn't into it. And I would text her and she'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. And not text me back. So I always felt like she's definitely talking to somebody else. Yes. That's a good one. A million percent. I'm always like, yeah, she's definitely talking to somebody else yes. because if you said something to her like in a text message and she like showed being defensive or like any overly defensive type thing, I always think, okay, I agree. You know, there's something, there's something fishy going on. I mean, I can't think of any like, I think that's for guys too. I feel like if guys do that as well, yeah. it's just never a good, never a good sign. Okay. So what's another sign that your man's cheating on you? If he has two cell phones. 
Oh, two cell phones. I feel like automatically if you have two cell phones, you're cheating. And, and you I, know, it doesn't matter if it's for work. It's it true. Matter. And what's up with the thumbprint? Like, are we in the CIA yes. that you now need your pointer and or index finger pinky thumb to get into your cell phone? Why? I don't get it. You need 12 digits and your social security number? It's okay. So I have a password on my phone, but I like obviously for business reasons and stuff. But still, I feel like when you're in a relationship to have two cell phones, it's yeah, I don't care if it's for work. I don't care what it's for. It's just never a good sign if you have two cell phones. And some people, they, they don't mind it, but I just feel like it's really sketchy and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's another sign that your boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on you? Um, if they never come home after work. Yeah, or if they're always on their phone morning till night, even at dinner, and then they and get then defensive. They don't let you see it. Yeah, they don't let you see it. Or you're like, who are you talking to? You're like, no one. Like my mom. Billy the pizza guy. <laughs> I'm ordering us the pizza. Have you ever put like somebody else's name in your phone as somebody else? And I, oh my God. Okay, fine. Yes, I have. I was going to say <laughs> no. I have. I've done it. I'm really? guilty. And I know like one of my ex-boyfriends put me in their phone as Nick, which isn't my fault because his at the time girlfriend was like you know what I'm sitting in bed with him and he's texting Nick and I'm like that's not my fault I didn't know that he had put that's me in as crazy. Nick like that makes no sense to that's me yeah and I was completely honest with her I was like that's not my fault like no, that's, not your fault. that's he, what fault he did he disguised you and even if you're no. friends like it's just weird Never I have like if you go into my contacts though I have a lot of like I should take a picture of it like under C, I have like a lot of creeps or I have like under D, I have like a do not answer. I have really? like do not answer one, don't answer two, like just don't. I have a million don't answers and I don't know who they are. If I were to ever answer. It? No, it just says don't answer. I have no idea who they are. Oh, no, I leave. We all. should prank call um, each don't answer and be like, who is this? <laughs> oh, God, that would be, that'd be a good idea. Oh, my God. No, why do we do that? We don't want to do that anymore. Because you'd probably like, no. there's a reason. I'd be like, like who's this? Um, what was I going to say? In my phone, I have like just code names for everybody so I can remember. So I have like Katie. I have Katie DJs. Or I actually have somebody in my phone, guy in Italian from college. And I don't, I never oh, knew his like, name. I like just, Italian I guy. I was embarrassed to ask for his name. And I would, he's in my phone as guy, guy, guy from Italian um, class. Like it's, Oh yeah, I have that kind of stuff. And I had stuff. to do like group stuff with him. And I never knew his name. And I was embarrassed to ask what his name was. So he was just guy from Italian in my phone. But um, I always have code names. But anyway, what else is another sign? That your boyfriend or your girlfriend is cheating on you. Hmm. What would you do if your boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on you and their like side bitch calls, <laughs> calls you. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. Thanks. You do. I don't know. I kill the side bitch or kill your, kill your boyfriend. It's not her fault. It's his fault. Both of their faults. I would kick the, both of their asses. I know, but it's more so him because like, if you know, she doesn't know about you, then it's really not. Yeah, her but fault even so, even so, he still has to be unattainable. And if he's attainable and he's like willing to just like completely disrespect you, like screw him and she can have him and you're welcome to her, like that kind of thing, I always think. That's actually a good way to put it. But like, don't get me wrong, I would kick her ass for sure. And his. <laughs> I would totally try to, at least. Okay. Anyway, um, we can move on from cheating. 
I know it's sad. That's a sad after night topic when like people no, it's are like the dirty, like people We're are getting into the dirty goods. Yeah, but after, people are, are laying in bed right now. It's one fifteen a.m. Do you know where your boyfriend is? Is he cheating on you? That's like I didn't thought. I was probably thinking they're probably like turning on the lights, like looking, trying to like find. Their they're like, who is Tony the phone? pizza guy? You bitch. Somebody actually told me that girls cheat more than guys. I think because they get away with it better. Wow, I don't know. We're just better at hiding guys it. They're dumb. I feel. Oh, yeah, they're really stupid. Too, but I just, I don't know. I feel like you should never cheat. Yeah. And always stay loyal to somebody. Because you should think, try it. I don't think somebody, you know, like deserves to be like asking themselves why they weren't good enough or, you know, questioning themselves, you know? No, I agree. I always feel bad. Okay. Anyway, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, so say you're in a nice committed relationship. How would you spice up your relationship if you've been with that person for, you know, over five, five plus years? Okay. Things to spice it up. I feel like you're directing this towards me because you know that me no, and like, Ajay have okay, dated so, five plus years. No, but um, so everybody knows Natalie is my good friend who's been on the podcast many times and she met her fiance now on Match.com, like yeah. we always say, and they're an amazing relationship and he's phenomenal. So she's just going to give, we're not specialists we don't give them <laughs> i mean we don't know what we're if what we're doing is right or not but we're just giving you advice on our lives so that's yeah. what natalie's doing today with me but anyway so what would you do to spice it up okay so there have been a couple of things that i've done that he really likes um other than the normal stuff like behind closed doors um i've always thought he like liked blonde girls for a little bit did you get a wig Yes, I got a wig. I had a blonde wig. I think that's fun. It was fun. I wore like blue. I really went all out. I did blue contacts, blonde wig. I wore like a little skimpy outfit and like he really, really liked it. It was fun for him. It was fun for me. And then I've done like the whole like show up in like a costume, like a Halloween I, so costume. That's my favorite one is to like dress up and be different, like people. I yeah, think that makes it interesting. That's so fun. I and love that one. he lived in New York City, so I had like a really long, like kind of trench coat looking thing. So there had been one or two times that it was winter in New York, and I just showed up at his door. Like he knew I was coming over. It wasn't like I completely surprised him because God forbid somebody else was there. But I showed up with like nothing under this so coat. I think that's amazing and like good tactics for like people to spice it up or I think even just trying like new places or like you know what I mean like going to new places yeah you have different people keeping things interesting keeping your partner on their toes you have to and he liked it because he was like I never know who's gonna show up like what what my girlfriend's gonna show up and then he had and he said like I think you need like wigs for your moods aside from like anything else he's like if you're in a bitchy mood can you just come over in the red wig so I know not to bother you I'm like sure not saying he doesn't like the red wig yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's not into redheads but anyway no, that's cute. I like love that idea. No, I would do really the same. I like doing that. I like dressing up like that. You have to spice it up because, yeah. like, I always was like, "Oh, are you looking at her because she's blonde?" And then in my head, I'm like, "Screw this! I could be cute as any blonde in this mm-hmm. place. I'm gonna throw on my wig." And it was fun. I mean, it's it's I fun. Think the surprises and gestures are the best way to go. Like, even if you surprise a dinner one night and do a romantic dinner, like you know, you cook for your man with candlelight or something, something small. 
is just like the gesture of surprising makes somebody feel good. Yeah, I definitely. I, I've done like a couple dinners. It was funny because one time he did dinner for me and it was like this gourmet. Yes. And it was this gourmet dinner. And I was like, there is no freaking way that you cooked this. There's no way. And I know this because I gave him one pot when he moved in and he All never. He yes. He never bought another pot ever. So I'm like looking. I get all. Like I have this beautiful meal and like my mom was like, why did you even question it? Why didn't you just because I'm like, I want to know how did you make this? Because I gave you one pot and he like definitely ordered out. He, that. Yeah. So he and he took the garbage out and everything. It was like he, I, I called all my friends. I'm like, he misdoubt fired me. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember yes. when she like put the kit like whatever? Yes. I was like, How he took yes. and he denied it for months. It was like three months later. And my my aunt finally questioned him. She's like, oh, I heard you made Natalie a good, a really oh, great dinner with one pot. And he's like, all right, fine. I bought it. I was like, I knew it. But like, it was just funny <laughs> because I knew. I mean, I still still appreciated obviously appreciated like a beautiful dinner it didn't matter but i just liked like it's busting him a little bit yeah but it was so funny i'm like i know you didn't make this because you have one pot <laughs> that's actually i love it i think it's funny when you know if somebody doesn't know how to cook and they try to cook it's like kind of funny i don't know not I mean, not saying that i not saying that he doesn't know how no he doesn't know how to cook, know like, how to it's cook. funny when people don't know how to cook and then they go out of the way to cook it's like cute I'd rather eat like a fake gourmet ordered meal than like like burnt mac and cheese that someone actually made. True. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're better off probably having it from takeout. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may not have been eating that night. No, I definitely wouldn't have been eating. Okay, so let's dive into a few emails. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit short today just because it's an after dark one and it's on a Thursday night. And it's bed night. <laughs> bed night. Bed it's night. bedtime. And it's bedtime. And we're tired. Bed night. Um, okay. So let me dive into a few emails and talk about our listeners. So, um, of course, we're not going to say any names, but oh, let me see if this is working. It is. Okay. So <laughs> our first email says, hey, ladies, absolutely love your podcast. My question is about my twin sister, it has been six years since she has been in a relationship. I am married, so I want her to, to experience the love that I have. Her last relationship ended really bad, so I think she might be scarred still. But six years, she's afraid of dating, but I want her to get back out there again. I thought about even creating a Match.com account for her. Any advice to have her not be afraid and to get her back out there? What are your thoughts? Well, Natalie, you can go first. Oh, thank you. So basically, her twin sister, I guess, has been single for six years now. Yeah. I mean, I wish I knew their age just because it's hard to tell. Like, if she's only 22, I'd be like, don't worry, buddy. You have plenty of time. That's true. You know, if she's, you know, in her mid-20s, I would say, you know, keep being single. Um, it's really difficult, I would say, to get back into dating after having your heart broken um, but six years, I mean, I think there's something else that's kind of going on. Like what? I don't know. I mean, maybe could that's she, I don't know. Maybe she's maybe sister. She's talking to somebody on the low that you don't know about. It could be that. Yeah. Does she want to play in the field like or change yeah. teams sometimes? You don't know. Like that might be, you know, especially when people go like, have a terrible breakup. I mean, I know a couple of friends of mine that, you know, have 
kind of dabbled a little after that. Maybe she's just not disclosing that information or I don't know. It's hard to say like without that much information. But six years is a very long time. So there has to be, it can't just be she's afraid of committing. It has to be some other underlying issue that she's just not sharing. Yeah, like maybe she's just not getting herself out there, getting herself, maybe she's busy with her career. We don't really know too many details, but maybe she has a job. She's just busy with her friends and she doesn't have time to look for anybody. We don't know. But I think the only reason that she maybe isn't is because she's just doesn't need a relationship right now to make her happy. Maybe she's happy and content in her own life. We don't know. I guess the best advice would just be to sit her down and talk to her because I think if you make her an online dating program without her permission, she might not want to do it and kind of be a little bit put off from that. So I think the best, I guess our advice would be, since we don't know too much information, just sit down and have a talk with her and be like, I'm a little concerned. Like, I want you to share in the happiness that I'm experiencing. So, you know, what's really going on here and like, how can I help? Or maybe even take her out and see what happens. Yeah, you should totally take her out one night and just have her mingle with friends. And maybe you should introduce her to some friends, friends of a friend. Or whatever, <laughs> and see if anything happens. Yeah, because we're kind of we're grabbing at straws here. Now we're now she's switching teams. She has a job, and she's I don't even we know. More info. She email, has. We email us back so we can talk about this again with you know some more info. Maybe when Siggy and Claire get back, they can give a little bit more insight. Yeah, that would be that. good. That was good advice. Things that no no problem. That's okay, right. our next podcast a podcast do to do. This is why it's late right now. Um, our next email says, let me hold the mic. Hi ladies. I love the podcast and I truly believe you all give some of the best advice while keeping it real and not sugarcoating things. Love it. I am currently stuck in a weird situation. My boyfriend and I have been together for 2.5 years and living together for the last two years. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) I am a super neat freak and like things picked up around the house, everything clean, etc. My boyfriend um, doesn't mind. What? I don't know if this is right. right. My boyfriend is doesn't mind clutter. Okay. He's a pig. Yes. Go on. So I've tried to pick my battles and be a little more relaxed about things because I understand that not everyone can be as neat as me. That being said, I feel like I might explode. I do my best not to nag about picking up because I feel like I'm not his mother. It's not my place to ask him to do chores, but I feel like as an adult, he should have some responsibility in cleaning and picking up around our home too. She goes, my question is, is there a way to ask your man to pick up after themselves or or clean some of the house without sounding like their mother? I feel like it's such a turnoff to be the... the naggy one, but sometimes the mess just drives me crazy and I have to say something. Any thoughts or advice would be great. Thanks. Well, <laughs> um, I can tell you from experience. Good. Please do. I lived with somebody for a really long time and um, I could be messy and neat um, and they could be messy or neat, but at times like the mess would take control and it would drive me nuts and I would always bitch and complain about it. And after a while I realized that I was nagging and nagging and nagging, actually destroying our relationship. So for me, I had to find another outlet on to how to compromise in like when we lived together, how to compromise with cleaning up and being messy, but you also can't control how somebody else lives. 
So it's difficult. It's like a very uncomfortable situation, but you need to have a discussion with your partner and just be like, look, like we're obviously two completely different people living in one under one roof and we have to make it work. And I don't, I think you should just be straightforward and be like, I don't want to nag and ruin this relationship. I just want to compromise and see what can happen from here on out. Like, wouldn't you agree? I completely agree. Because as soon as you start leaving post-it notes and sticky notes all over, your relationship is going to go downhill. Because nobody wants a note like, do your dishes. Have you ever left a note? I never have. (laughs) (laughs) No, not for my like significant other, but like for like a roommate. Yes. Like, really? Yes. I've left notes like. Do your dishes. You roommates, my God. Oh my God, no. Remember my roommate in college? She was crazy. She, okay, so I lived, when we went to, me and Natalie went to college together. Yeah, we were neighbors. So we lived in these apartment buildings, which is, you had your own living room, your own kitchen with two bedrooms to one bathroom. And there was four people that lived in these apartments. So two to each room. So me and my great friend lived in one room and then we had random people live in the room next to us. But they didn't, the random person that lived next to us didn't bring any like pots or pans or any of her supplies because we played soccer. So we were ready in the apartment before all the other students got to school. So I already had all my stuff there. So I was being nice. Like, Oh, if you ever need to use anything like my pots or pans, just, <laughs> just, you know, it's okay. As long, as long as you clean it up, whatever this girl would, would cook like the biggest meals in all my pots and plans and the pots and pans and leave it in the sink for weeks at a time and would not clean it. It dro- it drove me nuts because the first time I would clean it because I want to make my own food. Right. But by the second or third time, I'm like, I can't take this anymore. And of course I would say something to her and she would get defensive. And eventually we exploded on each other and it caused a huge fight in my apartment. So it's a really, really fucked up thing. That girl, I'll never forget that Use my dishes, never wash them. I just remember your apartment always smelled. It did smell because, because she, she cooked. Dirty. I don't know what she cooked. No, it wasn't dirty. It was like sh- of overwhelming food wafting yes. In into the house. I didn't even want to go in your you house. Clean it. That drove me nuts. How do you not clean? I get it if you're busy and like you have to leave it for a night. But we a week, my I come back and like my pots and pans are still in the sink, not clean. And that's like kind of like fucked up. So eventually, I was like, can you not use my pots and pans anymore? Because oh it drove me nuts. That would be a good topic, like roommate nightmare stories. Oh, that was one of them. Do you have any? Yes. I went to go use my toothbrush and realized it was kind of wet one day. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. No, I'm not kidding. Because I would, I want to think, I think about it. in college? Yes, in college. And it was like not my room. It was the stranger roommates, you know, like. Yeah, we we have roommates with stranger people. So like, you know. Yeah, so That's how college is everybody. We always had an opposite schedule. So all of a sudden, I one day we had the same schedule, and I'm brushing my teeth, and she came out, and she's like, "Why are you using my toothbrush?" And I was like, <gasps> "No." Yes, I almost threw up. I'm like, "This is my toothbrush." She's like, "No, that's my toothbrush." So for I'm gonna calculate three months. Me and this complete stranger were using the same toothbrush. That's gross. Full man. blown. It's so, so don't, I don't even want to think about it. It's so disgusting. And it's, it's happened to me like twice in my entire life. 
Oh my God. I'm like, this is disgusting, terrible. I can't <laughs> even deal. Like I almost threw up and my mom on top of this, which has made it worse. Like this is crazy. So my mom was like, I told my mom what happened. We're both like germ freaks. And she's like, what if she has cold sores or something on her mouth? Oh my God. So she, I was like, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like she was like, I don't know. Just make it a joke. Just be go up to her and be like, I know I don't have herpes do you like joking around I was like mom I can't go up to this girl and be like I know I don't have mouth herpes do you but in my head I'm like oh my god seriously this is disgusting that's crazy Oh no, that's my name. That's actually, I would actually die if that ever happened. You would throw up. Sam, of all people, you would vomit for sure. I I hate germs. Every time I come in, I have to wash my hands because I hate like going to sleep with dirty. And it wasn't even like me sharing your toothbrush. I wouldn't even be that grossed out. But complete stranger stranger for three months living in my apartment. I would have died. I would have died. That's really actually creepy. There was a lot of gross things that happened when we lived to. Me and Natalie lived directly across from each other. Yeah. Um, and we played soccer. So a lot of the sports teams, it was co-ed, lived in our building. Yeah, so we had the fun. best times ever. And um, our Natalie's roommate one night was so drunk that she like decided to go to sleep early. And it's, it's all dorms, like apartment dorms. Yeah. So she was wasted and ended up getting sick and throwing up in her garbage pail. But she didn't want to leave it in her room. So she left it outside of her door. Oh, do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So, of course, now we have a bunch of football players on our floor and everybody's drinking drunk. Somebody walk. There's a right next to our apartments. I'm directly across from Natalie. And then there's stairs to Natalie's left. So this football player just walks by and kicks the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it, I felt kicks bad. The garbage pail down the stairs, down the stairs without realizing what was in it. He was just like being like a jerk and kicked the garbage pail. Yeah. So now the whole stairs and our whole floor smelt like vomit for weeks. For weeks, it was so disgusting. I and don't even know if you remember that. That I do remember it, it so but disgusting. I need to correct you on the information oh. Oh. because it was not my it. roommate. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Which it was ex boyfriend. It was Ben. Oh no! <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was oh his God, vomit. I really thought it was our friend. No, Sam it was his vomit. No, Sam Flint. No, sorry, smooth. No, no I he really vomited in there and put it outside, and somebody kicked it down. And oh my god, we all thought it was Sam. No, sorry, sorry Sam. Sam, but this no. whole time for so many years not. later. Yes, it was him. Oh my god, disgusting! It was so disgusting. We have like the f- best stories and the worst stories in college. I know roommate stories are always the best. Yeah. Do you have any more funny ones? Roommate stories? I have a I have a funny roommate story. Oh, tell me. My one roommate one time was like very OCD, so her bed was made every single day, and she would always perfectly place she would watch tv at night and she would perfectly place the remote controller on the side of her bed like perfectly and if i we had a cordless phone (laughs) if i was on the phone like in my bed and like i passed out with the phone near me i would wake up in the morning and the phone would be perfectly placed on its on its like court on its dock grandma it's like very ocd (laughs) very ocd and i'm like i'm so not like that but okay whatever floats your boat have you ever had like somebody crazy like that? I did. I had one of, well, I had, me and Sam had a roommate. Well, Sam Smooth, Sam Flynn. Love her. Yeah. She was, we lived across the street 
hallway from other Sam. (laughs) Sammy. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I think she just like was a binge eater or something because. Sam? No. The the one of the girls we lived with because I used to get blamed for eating the girl who I shared the toothbrush with her food. And I'm like, I don't eat any of your food. Like, I don't, oh I had like God. Weight Watchers. I'm not like eating your food. So I had this is, note. This happens more. I've gotten I know. for that too. I had this note on my door. Like, you know what, guys? I'm sick of coming home from like my art shit. And I come home and like, I want to eat something and it's not there. And like, we're like, we're not eating it. Like, it was a tub That's of really cheese weird. balls. A tub of cheese balls was gone. And I'm like, do I look like I ate a tub of cheese balls? And then on top of that, there was this Easter egg. No, this gets better. There was this Easter egg. And I, you have to let Sam Flynn listen to this because you're going to die. There was an Easter egg, a huge one. And the middle of it was coconut and the outside was chocolate. Well, I love coconut. Exactly. You, this was probably your fucking fault. You probably came in and ate it. So the so the roommate oh, no. like yelled at us and was like, who ate my chocolate egg? And we looked at the chocolate egg and the chocolate egg was eaten from the inside out. So only the coconut, someone must have broken it in half and like ate just the coconut and left the chocolate. And like the other chick that we lived with was like, I love coconut. I hate chocolate. And we're like, you know who I Hello. How is this not her? Probably her roommate, like her friend. I know, but we were so upset. So me and Sam were like, I'm going to plant like almond joys around the house and just like put up a nanny cam and see if this like chick eats the candy and try to set her up. Like I could not. I was so furious that she thought I was eating her freaking cheese balls. It's we thought I was eating their food, too. At one point, I'm like, no. Do I look like I was eating cheese balls? No. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) actually, I could. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think what other ones I have. I can't think right now. I usually have like amazing. Well, we stories. had the the dorm wars. You weren't a part of it. What's that? Okay, so oh wait, wait yes. You go first, and then I'll tell you. So wh- I did one freshman year where I took pictures of this guy wearing a hot pink bra and like posted them on the outside of his door, and like everybody in the morning saw it, and he was like an athlete, and then he never talked to us again. So like, oh, who's that? Chris Arecki. Oh, really? Yes. It was like him and I forgot how who else he lived oh, with. Like they were like so mad that that happened. And I thought it was like a joke, whatever. And then our senior year. Upset over that. Stuff. I know. I was like, sorry, you put my bra on. <laughs> senior year. Um, it was between me and Georgie. And like, I love tipping the bucket like and knocking on the door and just flooding it. So we mean. What do you mean? Chicken? What is that? So you take a garbage pail and you put a ton of shit in it. I think we put t- tuna, milk and water. Oh, and then we just like tipped it on the door and then we like knocked and we ran and then she opened it up. But she was also mad. That's really disgusting. So I guess we won twice. <laughs> or everybody just hates you. I know. <laughs> Nobody wanted to live with you. No, Next but it was you fun. on the floor. Um, one time we played this game called Warm Beer that. Remember? Oh my when god, was that was amazing! Was <gasps> and your roommate told, taught me how to. Your one roommate taught us how to play. Yes, and that was the best. Game that ever. was the best was game. College game because you kind of get into like a circle with your friends, but only one person doesn't know what's going on. You have to pick like the a poor person. soul before yeah, they get the poor, there. The poor soul is right. Oh, we picked the most innocent person ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're mean but anyway okay so it's called warm beer so you literally hold a beer and you have a lighter and you light up the bottom of the beer so that it kind of gets like a charred 
like black burnt. What is it? Like, yeah, it just gets like soot it. underneath soot. it. Soot underneath it. So it's kind of like a. It's just like a guessing game. Like you go like you touch the person next to you. So you touch their nose and then the next person has to touch their nose and add something onto it. Yeah. So you kind of are like making gestures on this person's face, but the person that is holding the beer is actually sliding their finger underneath the warm beer where the soot is and marking their face, marking their face with the soot yeah. to the person to the left. So every time they're like nose, cheek, whatever, they're actually marking their face. So the whole time, this one person has no idea that there's actually soot, soot on all their over their face. And it's hysterical. And it's funny when you're drinking, it's actually a good time. You should try it or look it up and Google it because it's amazing. I don't it, even know if you can Google it. It was so, I literally almost peed my pants. It was so funny because like at one point they were like mustache and like running it across oh, their yeah. nose that and unibrow. Funny. And the poor girl, she had a unibrow and mustache. She had no idea. I literally, almost, I was like crying laughing. That's hysterical. Oh my god, I love it. It was good. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know how what other movies. Mean but good. <laughs> One time, um, oh my god, in Centenary, whatever it's called, I forgot. Not Centenary. Century. Century. Yeah, William Patterson. <laughs> Centenary. That's the college we played. We had like co-ed roommates. Um, did you ever get? One time, this guy showed us his Batwing. His you know what? what? His what? <laughs> Batwing. The fuck is a bat wing? You just looked at your That's hand. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyway. What? Okay. You cannot say I, that and, and you leave know it. Who it is too, but I'll tell you later. We have to Google. Now. I have to Google no it names. later. No names. But I'll tell. I'll explain it another. No day. names. We just say, it said eight names. Try and see what a bat wing. It's pretty. Are gross. you fucking serious? This is like a whispering eye. This is what happens in college. Is it like a whispering eye? What's that? Oh, you now you have to Google uh. it. I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because guess you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Batwing. Has anybody ever showed you a mangina? Yes, a million times. Isn't that the most weird? Like the most. It's hilarious. I like when they're like, put the lotion in the bucket. What do they do it? It puts the lotion on the skin. Who the fuck does that? (laughs) Sam, do you live under a rock? It's freaking. Hannibal Lecter, and that's like the oh. uh, that's the OG. Oh God, that is the so OG of manginas. Oh You're talking about manginas. It's the OG of manginas. Oh my God. Yeah, remember, he's like, I was thinking, he's like, I wasn't even thinking. Me. Remember, that. he's like looking in the mirror. He's like, I'd fuck me. Like, you don't remember that with his mangina out? I cannot believe you. <laughs> oh, this is what happens <laughs> on After Dark with Sammy and <laughs> let's get back to emails okay sorry (laughs) off topic okay this person says let's move on this person says i would like to remain anonymous but she loves the podcast i'm good hi ladies i'm a new listener from california i love the podcast and i recently had a six hour drive to northern california and i listened to you guys the whole drive oh thanks girl the reason i'm writing is because i have b with my boyfriend what is beef? Beef. Probably. Be with my boyfriend for five years. He's in the military and we have or she's gone. Been. All right, maybe we shouldn't read this email because I don't know if I can even read it. Okay. He's in the military and we have gone. They it all we're not reading this one. It's not written right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Goodbye to this one. Oh, she was listening. I know. It's going to be answered. We're going to read it once. Just rewrite it. In, uh, okay. It says, okay, I'm going to read it exactly what they say, and you tell me if it makes sense. All right, sense I'll too. interpret it. 
The reason I'm writing is because I have been with my boyfriend for five years. He's in the military and we have gone. They, it all, and we have been living together for four years. Okay. I love him very much. My family loves him and I have a great relationship with his everything is great. Okay, bye. We can't read, I can't read this. She probably wrote it on her phone. Yeah. Oh, no. So everything is great. We have our arguments from time to time. But with time, we've learned how to communicate and learn from them to move forward. Majority of our friends are married and have been getting engaged. And now I'm getting the itch for him to pop the question. Oh. He's 20. This is actually making more sense now. Okay. Sorry. Okay. He is 29 and I'm 27. I've expressed this to him and I finally had a sit down with him to ask him if he saw a future for us together, meaning marriage or if he isn't sure or if he isn't sure. He said he does, but he ha- has been hesitant because I do give him an attitude from time to time. Somehow... Something I know I have to work on in parentheses. But I told him he has his flaws as a role, but I've learned to accept them and I will not change him. I love him dearly. So I expressed to him that if he does not propose buyer before our six year anniversary, I will have to leave him. Is it wrong that I said that to him? Am I being too pushy? Please let me know because it's been bothering me on the inside. Love you, ladies. Keep up the great work. And Siggy, you inspire me so much. I hope I can be as me as amazing as you one day when I'm your age. Thanks for writing in. I hope I read that okay. Well, Natalie. So I'm, basically this person, like, sh- yeah. like she's um, young. Still, she's only 27 and her boyfriend is 29 and they've been together for like five or six years and he's not popping the question. So is she wrong to ask for him to marry her? No, I think here's the thing. You either grow together or you grow apart. So you've been together for five years. You were dating when you were 22 and up, which is like the prime of going out and like getting to know yourself and getting to know each other. And it's kind of like a party-ish era. And now that you're kind of 29, almost going into the 30s, you're wanting to settle down just like the rest of your friends, which is completely normal. And I think you did the absolutely correct thing by telling him, here is your time frame. Like... You need to meet this. At 100%, I did the same thing. But you also need to like come to the conclusion that if he doesn't meet it or or be okay with the fact that if he doesn't meet it, you can't keep extending it like, oh, well, it's past the six-year mark, but let's give it a couple months. Like you need to be like, you know, where is this going? It's been six years. You don't. The worst thing you can do is just like waste your life waiting around for somebody and the fact that he is willing to say I'm not ready because you have attitudes sometimes doesn't seem like the best answer like legitimate like yeah it's kind of sounds like a cop out to me like oh you have an attitude sometimes I'd be like yeah well I get my period once a month so what else <laughs> like it does it doesn't sound like yeah. like the correct thing to say I agree. I but mean, I we, think she did the right thing. About this. Like um, everybody goes through this, like pressure, pressures to get married or yeah. what you should do. And you just got to feel it out and what's best for you and your relationship. But you feel like it's not going anywhere and you got to make a change. For sure. I think she, you're doing the right thing. And I think you should just like hold by your decision. Yes. Good job. Okay. Um, should I read another email? Yeah, let's do one more. Unless it's not written well. (laughs) Is it deep? No, it's kind of like um, when we were talking about before, like spicing up 
Oh, okay. Relationship. So this is what they write. Hello, Claire, Sam, and Siggy. Unfortunately, Claire and Siggy are not here, but Natalie's here. Yeah, so. I'm here. Hope I can help. Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to say your name, but this person is 26 years old. She's a cute picture. Yeah, I love when you guys send us pictures. Like, I really sit here and look at all your emails with Ask Natalie, right? Yeah, we're looking at And them. I read them. So, um, okay. So she's 26 years old and has been in a relationship for three years. Her boyfriend was previously married and has two children from that relationship. He was literally married to the devil. His ex <laughs> was always causing drama and chaos all of the time in their relationship. So since we have been together, he has adapted to a normal life without the chaos. Mind you, we are constantly doing fun things or things we enjoy together. Our friends say they are jealous because we are always doing something. However, we recently had a conversation about how sometimes we get into a rut and just go through the motions of life and it's not exciting. I'm afraid for both of us that we will get too bored. We both work full-time and go to school full-time plus have his children. I don't know if he gets bored because there is not like that chaos in his previous relationship or if we are just going through the motions. My question for each of you is, what would you suggest to spice up our lives to make it more exciting or or less on a day-to-day basis? We do have a great sex life, but I would like to ask all of you, what do you guys do to spice it up in the bedroom without getting weird? Oh, By man. the way, um, being a Midwesterner, I love your accents and adore all of you. Every time I listen, I feel like it's an uplifting experience. I'm currently listening to your podcast and I've only listened through March of this March of this year. Hope to hear back with some great advice. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, we did touch base about spicing up your relationship before, but this is kind of different, I feel like. Yeah, it is because you need to be okay with being bored I guess or like doing nothing you have to like have fun sitting and watching a movie together and like having some wine you know you can't it's just you're never never gonna be like 24 7 busy exciting fun type of relationship but like honestly like some of the best times and nights that I have had is like a bottle of wine and watching a movie and like vegging out. And I said like too many times, but that's how I, I always feel. say like on these podcasts, <laughs> but that's okay. I know. I feel like, I feel like, I just, <laughs> I know. Um, he wouldn't be with you if he wasn't into you. If he, he left that toxic chaos relationship for a reason, he probably enjoys his time being with somebody who's less chaotic and if she was the devil exactly if she was the devil then he's already experienced that hectic crazy and he doesn't want it right and i'm i'm sure you guys have such a great relationship and you know we kind of talked about things that can spice it up but maybe just try different types of dates i mean i love groupon which is like Oh, one of the yeah. So you can just go wine tasting, or you know, me and Ajay went rock climbing one day. Those of you who don't know what Groupon is, it's like a you could get discount, um, discount coupons on amazing, cool things. Yeah. So we always just check for the weekend. Maybe we can get away for the weekend, or we can do wine tasting, or basically anything. You know, wine tasting. Um, there's hikes, there's yeah. shows, there's like endless things that you would never think of possibly doing ever, um, available. So I always just check on that and just try to do something new. It doesn't necessarily mean like throw on a wig and do something in the bedroom, but just do something different. Even maybe include the kids, do something like that. Um, Wait, um yeah, I think that's amazing. Yeah. But I think that would help. Yeah. 
and good luck. You have if you have a great relationship and your 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 problem is right now is you're bored. It's the least of your worries. Yeah, I wouldn't like install a trapeze in your bedroom and try to like no. do that kind of stuff. But do but surprises like we said. Do cute surprises. Surprise them in a dinner. Take them somewhere. Go on yeah, Groupon. Yeah, that's the best yeah. thing because sometimes you know we're used no. to having the guy surprise us, but having. Yes. You know, the girl being like, you know what? Get changed. Let's do something. It's different. I agree. Our friend, Sam Flynn, wants us to FaceTime her Oh, my right God. Now. FaceTime her how, right do, how do I do it on Snapchat? What do you mean? She te- she's like, oh, hey, I, damn you, it. Do it right there. Press that. Oh. Wait, do you hold it? Oh, I don't oh know. God, I don't know spastic. how to do this. Oh, oh. there it is. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Wait. No, Wait, how do you on. do it? I just did it. Oh shit! Oh no! Bye. I just sent her something. Wait, we had to. Let me. I'm just, just FaceTimer. Okay, so Sam Flynn is our friend Who from we just school, from college. That we were just. Talking she's about. my friend from college, and she's my bridesmaid. She's so funny. I know she better answer. We love her. We play soccer. Oh, what is happening? She is. Okay, we're cool. We're FaceTiming her. I know you should. Oh, she's trying to type to us That's, too. For everybody who doesn't know, we're FaceTiming her, and she's. So funny. I'm gonna hold it right up to me. Where's the speaker? Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. What are you guys doing? We're doing the podcast and you're on it, Sam Smooth. Sam, say Hi, hey. Sam. What do I need to know that I was like the guest of Sam on the team? Like, yeah. what's up? Yes. <laughs> Sam, we Sam. talked about our yes. freaking re- weirdo roommates who like thought we were eating their food. Totally said I ate her whole fucking tub of cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic Dying. to cheese balls. I don't eat cheese balls. I'm allergic to cheese too, really? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you two are lying and you both ate the cheese balls. <laughs> no, I caught them in Sam's closet. Did she didn't tell you? Closet? No, we're kidding. Sam, remember that oh, time? I'm like, Wait. I never had cheese in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, remember that time that I remember you threw up and put your throw up outside the door. I never, that never happened. Oh, that was Vin. I told her no. it was Vin. That was not me. That never happened. Wait, was that Vin? Yeah, Vin definitely puked. And then the, remember, and he kicked it. He kicked it down the stairs. Here, say hi to my friend Tiffany. Hi. 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 Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we should film you doing this. Oh, well, Sam. All right. We can. We'll, Wait, we're going to. Where did you guys go? You were at New York Fashion Week? Yeah, we yeah, went to Fashion we'll Week. Call you, we'll call you back as soon as we're done. Yeah, we're almost we're done. We're done now. So we're, okay. We miss Love you. you. Love you. We're going to. Love you. Okay. Right. Bye. Oh, that oh, was amazing. fun. Check it out. My, she had my nostril the whole time. You just had your eyebrows in there. Know, You're not a good FaceTimer. I'm not. I suck at it. Okay, but I think that's pretty good for tonight. Yes. Yeah, we did awesome. Thanks for joining me again, Natalie. No problem. And thanks, everybody, for joining us after dark. Yeah. Ooh. Sammy and Natalie. Ooh, you shouldn't have an after dark voice. Like, hello. I have a man voice right now because it's been a long It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Just Saying Pod, um, Twitter at Just Saying underscore pod. And email us because I feel like reading all your emails at dearjustsaying at gmail.com. So, oh yeah. And don't forget to watch us on Watch What Happens Live this Sunday, September 11th. 
on Bravo. Literally can't wait. Yeah. Bye, guys. Good night.